0: Welcome to Parks and Wrecked, and call us three parallel lines standing in a row, which I guess parallel lines normally do, because this is episode 111. Three ones,
1: uh,
0: three parallel lines. We're covering episode fifteen of season six, "The Wall,"
1: produced by LeBron James.
0: <laughs> produced by LeBron James. No, directed by Ken Whittingham, written by Jen Statsky, and original air date March sixth, twenty fourteen. So just before March Madness,
2: just before there was my Wall birthday, Madness,
0: and just before Haley's birthday, a little bit. Speaking of, she's Haley. Uh huh. I'm Joey. I'm sorry. oh
1: no, we screwed <laughs> it up. You would think we've been doing this podcast for five years. Well, usually Joey doesn't. <laughs>
2: usually Joey doesn't point and say she's Haley. So
0: I know I was trying to mix we it. We got up a little, little We're a little wild, a little wild today. But I mean, that kind of fits the chaos of this episode. Well, we haven't been doing this podcast for five years, by the way.
2: Just no. feels like it
1: sometimes. Just
2: <laughs> like two. Well, that's Joey over there with the giggle. We're off to
1: a great start. I'm Sean. There, Sean. uh, And I'm ready to win all the things. uh, Oh, trivia? Parks and Rec about a show called Parks and Recreation and about a boy named Sean who works in Parks and Recreation but had never seen the show and always get hit up by all these people. Oh, you work in Parks and Rec? You watch the show? And I'd be like, no. Well, now we're watching the show and I'm saying how much it relates to real Parks and Rec, which it doesn't. And we're getting wrecked while doing so.
0: Sean, have you found more people have asked you, do you watch the show Parks and Rec
1: since you've started watching the show? Um, No, I think I wore out my first five years <laughs> in Parks and Rec. Uh, I kind of wore that out with all the new people that I met. And so now that everybody knows who I am now, now I've been here, been here for a while.
0: Listen to that cockiness. Yeah. Now but- that everyone knows who I am. They know I don't play.
1: <laughs> oh, like I, I guess the amount of new friends I've made within the past five years and is a lot less than the five. Right, years and with the show prior. not being
2: current anymore, maybe it's uh, waning and in, in being the thing people immediately ask when you tell them about your work.
1: Right. I mean, I can be cocky. That's that's, that's let's keep that there, but. Uh, I wasn't intentionally being so in my last statement.
0: Well, yeah, I guess it's kind of on you if you want to be cocky. And we'll uh, we'll touch a, a, oh. a bit more on that later. Look at that little foreshadowing. But Sean, you did mention that we are drinking during this show as well. And I have a very tall beer thanks to Dead Beach Brewery. It's the Abuela Stout, a chocolate imperial stout, which pretty fitting for Halloween. It's got some nice sort of uh, purple... Ish. I was going to say there's some skulls on here, but there's not. Just kind of has a little bit of like a Day of the Dead theme uh, as far as the coloring goes. And it tastes a little chocolatey. Just tastes more stouty
1: than chocolatey. boyle stout. It's the grandma stout.
2: Yeah, this is one of the ones we got when we were in El Paso that I think, oh. yeah, we just you know, we haven't had it yet.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a very tall beer. It's a tall boy as the uh, beer drinkers call it i guess most people call it that even if you're not drinking the beer but it's it's pretty good yeah tall grandma grandma, six seven
2: well i'm just having truly uh black cherry
1: i too am having truly pineapple
0: you think truly is sponsoring the show or something with how often we drink it
1: i mean it'd be great
0: truly it truly would oh goodness i'm so sorry i'll see myself out but before I do that, we've got some trivia to do. And Sean, you are on a hot streak. You are riding high. You're l- still losing quite significantly in trivia, nine to four. But you won last week. And if you continue to win out, you will win this season's trivia and can punish Haley via dunk tank. We've agreed that the water will either be or, two again, feet whatever deep we or decide. 187 leagues below the sea, it'll Joy. go. We're still determining that we're looking into the logistics of such what a dunk tank find, that would just be over the ocean.
1: Just find a pool and dunk me in. It. Put a basketball over, over my head. head in some water. Invite the town to come and... dunk on Sean. Ooh,
0: this is pretty good. This is pretty good. Jotting notes as we speak. It just says, dunk on Sean.
1: But yes, I'm ready. I am not ready because I watched the sh- the episode over an hour and a half ago. So Same. The- oh,
2: okay.
0: Well, we'll see yeah. how the. I, I don't think this classifies as long term memory. Another we'll, show since we'll, then. We'll see. We'll see how it goes, Sean. Your first question: What is Oren's secret talent?
1: He can. It's he's dancing to Billy Joel. I think just like dislocating his shoulder or something.
0: That is correct. <laughs> Dislocates his shoulder to the music of Billy Joel. Yep. Unclear what song. It's probably a medley. I would guess. Yeah. I'm sure, he does it for. I think more it than can go
2: song. on as long as he <laughs> has <laughs> the <say> time. Stop.
0: <laughs> stop. Stop featuring Oren. <laughs> Haley, your first question. In this episode, Grant Larson is mentioned a number of times.
1: When he's first
0: introduced Leslie says Grant Larson I'm meeting with Grant Larson and No one is impressed because no one knows who that is Except Andy who thinks that Grant Larson is who
2: Hmm Oh he Thinks it's um Um oh no He's a musician and he's very very Famous Elton John he thinks it's Elton John's real name
0: that is Correct I had it. Sean was very excited to jump in and steal there. But Haley coming through in the clutch. So we are tied up at 1-1 as we go into question number two. Sean, what does Tom equate Ben's plan on dry cleaning to? He says this is like blank.
1: Uh, Does Haley know this one? Uh, She looks very perplexed. (laughs) he does say something Uh, it's like it wasn't garbage it uh, it's something sad it was
2: when was was this like after they had talked about it a while or when he first mentions it this
0: is when Ben is talking about how he can buy the chemicals for Mm -hmm. $1.60 and sell it for $2.38 which pretty pretty good profit
1: there Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember, I'm out
2: Does he say it's so boring It's like something boring
0: I mean kind of yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so boring
2: Um, mm, It's so boring It's like uh, making Gluing your eyelids shut
0: It's like listening to a TED talk by the color beige Beige <laughs> yeah. God Because
1: I remember I laughed at
0: that, <laughs> <laughs> so close, so close. Haley, your second question probably much easier, but I was running out of trivia we'll towards find the end out. of this episode. What is the investor floor that Tom has to
2: thousand dollars?
0: Give that is correct. That really is ben not the same level. One. Yes, Ben gives him one dollar as a symbolic gesture. And Tom tells him that his investor floor is a thousand dollars, so he has no shares
1: ah <laughs> uh, yeah I'll, we'll get into this later yeah <laughs> who's 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 boss
0: sean, who's the boss where's the beef sean your third question for a chance to stay in the game and you get to pick it's a dealer's choice on the answer except i'm the dealer so i guess it's the receiver's choice on the answer tom tells us about two business ideas he has besides tom's bistro What are those two ideas? You can pick one, and then Haley will have to name the other one to win trivia.
1: Damn it. Okay. He's in there. He's talking to Ben. And Ben's like, nah, we got to do this dry cleaning stuff. And so, but he had suggested, it was restaurants, but restaurants are risky. Oh, no. They mentioned magazines. Magazines are risky. Was it one of them? No, it wasn't magazines. They just mentioned it. Uh, it was ah.
0: restaurants were were the riskiest business venture according to the magazine accounting, which one investments magazine or something. Yeah, edition before it went out of
2: business
0: (laughs) because magazines are also very risky.
1: (laughs) Ah, um, it was some stupid stuff that would never work. He okay, I'm getting there, it's coming back, it's coming back, it's not coming back. Oh. It was the saltines for tweens. That was one of them.
0: Saltweens. Yes, saltines (laughs) for tweens. That was one of them. Haley, do you remember the other one? No,
2: but I've known that one the entire time, and I think this is stupid. (laughs) This is a stupid way to do it, and you shouldn't have said that I was going to get the other one. (sighs) Or there should have been a countdown, because I've literally... You knew I had one the whole time. (laughs) i I thought
0: it was the other one.
2: No, you didn't. (laughs) The other one is nothing. What is it? Um... You don't be sorry. Joey's the one. Huh. What was the other thing? Hmm. Does it have to do with animals?
1: mm
2: Well, then I don't know.
1: Was it a remote?
2: I oh, want a different question. Yeah, it was something that could do something else. It was like some... Oh, hold on.
1: hold Uh-oh. on, Hold on. Uh-oh.
2: Shush. Hold on, I said. Um... <laughs> It was like a. Th- was it like you only have to floss once and it's a laser?
1: Oh yeah, but no, not not floss. Brush your teeth. No. Okay,
2: not- well, cut your toenails. If it's fingernails, I will kill you. Yeah,
0: I'll cut. I'll allow toenails. It I was hate It this was fingernails. Thing. Lasik for LASIK fingernails. For your fingernails.
2: Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> do it once. You
0: never have to do it again. <laughs> with with laser technology, I don't know how to invent.
2: I do not like that question. <laughs>
0: Well, you so still mad. came <laughs> up with the victory—a controversial. Kind of. I don't know. I mean, I guess we can give you like half a point. That's still enough. Oh, no! We'll, we'll give you the win.
1: I'm all at this commercial. There's a girl dog.
2: Oh, girl dog. Girl dog. I just watched a movie called The Ugly Dachshund, and I don't know when it was filmed. Is there a such thing? No. So that's the thing. Is it's um, it's a it's a Walt Disney movie from I don't know a while ago and uh basically it starts off and they're like rushing to the hospital but it turns out it's an animal hospital because boom there's a dog gonna have some babies and it's a dachshund and she has three babies but then they stay overnight at the hospital and then the next day the husband goes to pick them up and then the doctor is talking to him and there's this other great dane puppy that the mom like won't feed because She doesn't have enough milk for it, and so that one is getting, like, rejected. And so then the doctor has the idea of, like, what if your dachshund nurses this dog? Because she's got extra milk because she had a small litter. And so he ends up taking the puppy home because he really likes Great Dane. Well, like, he's like, oh, Great Dane, that's a real dog type of thing. There's a lot of, like, masculinity, feminine issues happening in this movie, too, but... Anyway, so he takes it home, and then the wife's like, what? I thought there was only three puppies. What's this other puppy? Why is it ugly? This is kind of an ugly dachshund. Boom, there's the name. Movie progresses from there.
0: Well, Sean, what happened in...
2: Wait, so did I lose?
0: This episode. Yes, you did. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, a controversial ruling for well, sure. what was
2: the score, though?
0: I mean, if we're giving you that two two point, it was, point, it was two to two going into that, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, we can... So we yeah. can.
0: I don't think I have a tiebreaker. So oh. we'll, just, we'll just give Haley the victory. And don't say, I never did anything for you.
1: Fine. So this episode at the Code Open, I thought was going to be a trivia question. So I rewound it several times. <laughs> uh, but it was. Keep it. you on
0: your toes. I love it.
1: Ron is in the office. Leslie's coming in there to talk about mm. uh, Xena the Princess Warrior's baby shower, uh, who we haven't seen in a long time uh but
0: she's off saving so, the world probably
1: probably she so yeah they're talking about this she's offering ideas about this baby shower ron's like oh my god <laughs> why is she in here uh so she's going off and then they mention a stroller and he's like oh we already have a stroller and he points behind her and she turns behind her and there's a stroller with a baby in it so it's like wow you had your baby how come you didn't tell me you had your baby it's like, why would I tell you that? What's the baby's name? The baby's name is John Redacted Swanson. He was born on a day and weighs multiple pounds. They invite the whole office to go in there. And Andy's like, hey, there's a baby. Uh, everybody's making baby noises at the baby. Ron does not like that. Because um, uh, it's been quiet. The baby hasn't been crying. Just chilling. I don't know why he brought his baby to work. That didn't that didn't get explained. I guess she was out saving the world, and yep. she couldn't watch her baby. Just like Ron gets stuck, stuck <laughs> taking her his stepkids to trick or treating. Uh, anyways, yeah, Ron's just <laughs> on dad duty at work. He gets no. I guess he's not a believer in paternity leave. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, one of the uh, some of the games that Leslie was going to do for. Uh, the baby shower is what I had memorized for trivia. That didn't happen, so I forgot it. She was going to do like a, a onesie decorating thing, and
2: that's the only so, one I remember.
1: <laughs> oh, baby tasting, not baby take baby food tasting. <laughs> We're not tasting babies. Which baby is the most chutney? Anyways, yeah, that was a how are they going to
2: find all the babies? <laughs>
1: Uh, so this episode called the Wall, not produced by LeBron James, not a Plinko style episode. Although uh, Joey
2: did want to do the categories for um uh, Price is right Price is right, is games. right games. Thank Inspired
0: you. Inspired by the Wall, I was going to Plinko,
2: Wheel of Fortune, which doesn't make sense. No,
0: the only game is yell your consonant.
2: Mm-hmm. As everyone does. <laughs> yeah, they do. They say it so It's like, uh, excuse me, I'm right here.
1: Speaking of being yelled at, Craig yelled at in April's ears. She was not helped. She said it's not fair. Well, he to leaned
0: start- in to start a whisper, <laughs> and then it ended with a yell because that's Billy Eichner's main uh volume. It's main <laughs> volume. Is and yelling.
1: that was her reaction. Hey, you can't do that. It's not fair. Like, what do you mean it's not fair? Just <laughs> Yeah. Just Anyways. accept it. Um so this episode was basically there's a wall that used to be between Eagleton and Pawnee, but now that they're merged, yeah. They're at the park like,
2: we remember the episode when they built that, and then they had a little league.
1: Oh, that's when that happened. I think so.
2: Oh. Seemed like the same park.
1: Um. So they're planning this unity concert, uh, and one of the things Leslie—it it seems like every time Leslie interferes with this concert, stuff goes wrong. Uh, so she says, hey how about we knock this wall down because she wanted to do a promo for the concert in front of the wall but on the wall it had a bird with the middle finger up and Pawnee sucks and Eagleton sucks like so she's like we got to get rid of this wall and so she has a ceremonial wall demolishing uh, she invites the media and you know people from Pawnee and Indi- well from Pawnee because Eagleton no more but Eagletonians to come out and knock, they get the first swing at knocking the wall down. So they had these, I guess, axes or whatever they hit the wall with. They hit I think the there wall.
2: Sledgehammers,
1: or uh, maybe a sledgehammer. They hit. It's a, the wall is a fence. Oh, there's a wooden fence. Andy tried running into it to knock it down, and he was unsuccessful. He hurt himself.
0: Um, and the Kool Aid man makes it look so easy.
1: <laughs> so they hit Which, the fence.
0: I'm sorry. No, quick, quick tangent. The uh, Have you ever seen the original Kool Aid commercial?
1: Like, like the original
2: original? Like there's one in particular. Yeah, you're like there's about? like an
0: OG like black and white.
1: Nineteen
2: fifty early
0: days, yeah. Early Why, days of a... television. Cause they just go like, yo, Kool-Aid, and then he just shows up with like his, his little picture of himself. And I don't even think he breaks through a wall, really. I think he just kind of like it might be like a swinging door or something. It's been a hot minute since I've seen it, but I just remember
1: Well, they had to progress. They just from there. call him
0: Kool-Aid. Mm. <laughs> and he shows up.
1: I saw my I saw my parents last week and my dad was talking to me about the original Hawaiian Punch commercials. And so in mm. Hawaiian Punch cuz we were watching Supermarket Sweep on uh We were watching Supermarket Sweep <laughs> on Netflix, so these old episodes. And so one of the products was Hawaiian Punch. He's like, "Oh, it's, man, they used to have these Hawaiian Punch commercials where they would punch someone." <laughs> oh. I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, they probably had to take that off of TV.
2: That's silly. So I
1: YouTubed it. And so, yeah, it's a little cartoon dude. And he just wails on somebody. They go flying. And it's Hawaiian Punch. And
2: then people anyway, <laughs> want to buy it?
1: I guess it worked back in the day.
2: Let's, a- uh,
0: let's pull it up real quick. Hey, how about a nice Hawaiian Punch?
2: Hawaiian punch Oh, we got punched again.:
0: <laughs> Was that the same music as thomas the Tank engine in the background?
2: No one knows.:
0: Did that not sound like the Thomas theme?
2: I didn't watch Thomas.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay, we're going to play a clip of that. No, as we, well. you
2: always play a clip, and I'm like, I don't know what, like, this isn't jogging my memory.
0: We will play a clip.
2: Joey. Just
0: of Thomas <laughs> the Tank Engine. We don't have I'll permission to all play in. all these. I'll add this all in and post.
1: There's some insurance commercial right now, and it has the theme of, from Excite Bike. I don't know if you've <laughs> playing
2: that. I mean, yeah, there's similarities. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. Yes. Old commercials are weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Back to the show. Uh, Back from commercial. That So yeah, the fence, they hit the fence, they knock a hole in it, the Eagletonians do, and bees come flying out. Just bees everywhere. And there's digital bees all over the screen. It's not like, man, this looks hella fake. But, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Shades so, of uh, my girl. And
2: then she yeah. starts screaming like, check all your walls for bees. That might be later, but she's trying to turn it into something more positive. Um, yeah, that's at her press
0: conference. And then they they tell her nice try. There's there's probably bees in there.
2: Right. I forgot. Um, bees do live in walls though. That is a real thing. And actually my mom's business partner's wife, what, um, one time apparently was like, I think it's her daughter's room had one of those air conditioner units that you put in the window. Um, and I guess she was up there either like, I don't know, she was in that room and she was going to adjust the window or something. And when she did the air conditioner fell out. And so she was able to catch it, I guess by the cord or something. And so she's trying to pull it up. But when she did the holes that was around it, like where it was, you know, had previously been in the window and next to the wall, all these bees started coming out just like swarms and swarms of different bees, not even the same colony, which is highly unusual. Cause usually bees live together with like their bee species, but these were all kinds of crazy different ones. Oops. Um, and she got stung a ton, but she also didn't want to drop the air conditioner down off of the roof. So she was like getting stuck. It was this really dramatic situation. Eventually she was able to get the air conditioner back inside and then like run away from the bees, um, and close the door so that they would hopefully go out the window. But yeah, I guess they called someone to come look at it and they said it was highly unusual that there were so many different species of bees all living in this place. And they couldn't give them a good reason why it was happening. But crazy things can happen. So the
0: bee colonies lived together more peacefully than Pawnee and Eagleton. I mean,
2: I don't know how peaceful they were up in there. But the perhaps. Common purpose of perhaps, attacking. The, the intruder. The wife's
0: daughter? You said just wife? No, it was the wife. The wife okay.
2: I believe it was in the daughter's room. Okay. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Bees. Yeah, and so oh, one of my uh, favorite characters came back, and uh, Jam was back in this episode today. Guess he had on this like this <laughs> this varsity jacket. <laughs> I guess it was cold outside because everybody's wearing pea coats and jackets. He had this little tiny <laughs> elementary school jacket on, like uh, like you wear for your middle school football team. I don't know. Anyway, he's he was back, and he was he was funny. Uh, get some beef little- jerky <laughs> yeah he's like uh because uh, leslie starts the press conference she's like he's like hey i came for the barbecue so she throws <laughs> she pulls out some jerky out of her pocket or something and just throws it at him and he liked it he said it was good he turned him out and started eating it. he's like ah oh, this, is, this isn't bad <laughs> um so he's back but when the bees start coming out he's laughing because he hates eagletonians so he's laughing recording everybody getting stung by bees uh, and I guess he's the one that gets stung in the mouth that Leslie referenced because she said they said they thought Leslie did it on purpose. They thought she put a prank on Eagleton because Pawnee's done like that. Uh, they said, hey, how'd you plant those bees in the wall? They kept asking about how she did it, pulled it off, just like I didn't. Then how did you get the bees to only sting people from e- Eagleton? Uh, maybe because April hid in <laughs> Andy's shirt. Yes, <laughs> this was know. our this was our quote
0: of the episode. In fact, uh, where- <laughs> Andy just pulls his shirt over April and tells her uh, to to stay with him because he says, "I got stung once. I'm immune. Go ahead and sting (laughs) me, bees. It does nothing."
1: (laughs) Which is true. That's how bees work. Uh, I've been stung in the hand.
0: Ooh, I got stung behind the ear,
2: like ear neck area. Yeah, in my belly button. Oh, on my yes, when I was like three or four, I got stung in my belly button. By a bee because there were some bees in our shed and my brother was like sticking poking a stick through the hole and like wiggling it around and then I came over like what are you doing he's like nothing go away and I was like I want to do this thing too and he was like no there's bees it's dangerous so then of course I did and then I pulled the stick out and then the bees chased us and we had to run Uh, and then this littler boy. Who was my mom's friend's son that was there? Now I'm telling another bee story. Came out and like cry, like he was just like get away bees. He was Andy and was impervious to bees. And literally, like I don't even know how he did it, but he he got the bees to leave us alone. But my brother and I were both stung, and me in the belly button. But I've also been stung on my finger before because one landed in my hair and I thought it was like a leaf or a flower because I was under a tree. So I tried to brush it off. I thought mine was a
0: flower or a leaf too. Like yeah. yeah,
2: stung on the finger, and then I've been stung on the ball of my foot and also on one of my toes before um, when I was working at a pool on different occasions. And my brother, my other brother, different one, got stung in the lip one time uh, and his lip swelled up so big. But that was kind of his own fault because he was throwing rocks at the nest.
1: And
0: then he wrote the song Fat Lit by Sum 41.
2: No, oh. I don't think so. Maybe he inspired yeah. it though.
1: Probably, yeah. Big, big old truck rolling near y'all. Uh, yep. It's going to be great.
2: Know. Dang.
1: Let's see. Let's see. Um, so yeah, bees, bees, bees. So everywhere. So yeah, Leslie makes it worse. Uh, now, the peop- now the two cities are really not happy with each other. Because Pawnee's like, yeah, that's what they get. And Eagleton is like, there's an Eagleton news guy who's just, he's going off on Leslie and so Leslie feels bad, so she goes to the hospital to uh, get some care packages to all the Eagletonians that uh, that got stung. Um, she passes by Jam, who's also in the hospital. He got obliterated, uh, but he's not too upset about it apparently. <laughs> um, but he passes by hers. So he's like, hey, he's like, hey, what you get me? You know, some dirty magazines. And she's like, nah, these are for the Eagleton folks. And then as she's talking to him, the Eagleton news crew rushes in. And just, like, ambushes Leslie Knope. And they admit to ambushing Leslie Knope as she's talking to her one friend uh, in the hospital. And Jan says, Let's correct that, best friend. But, <laughs> and they start asking Leslie, you know, questions like, uh, why did you send these bees on us? She's like, it was an accident. Like, I didn't, I didn't plan to happen. Who knew that bees lived in walls? Um, and then... For some reason, Jam gets mad. Oh, because Jam was tired of having them cameras in his face. So Jam like kind of gets up from the hospital bed and like pushes the camera, and it starts to fight with the newscaster dude who's really tall. Uh, <laughs> and they start fighting, and Jam like runs over a nurse, like tackles a nurse. I, I was like, oh snap, that that probably hurt that lady. Uh, but he's like throwing like pops whoa, the popsicle sticks that they put in your mouth. He's throwing those at him, and there's a big. Scuffle. Leslie's trying to stop it, and one of the news reporter ladies ends up punching Leslie in the eye, like pretty hard. uh I think Leslie said, "Ooh, mother puncher," or something like that. Mm-hmm,
2: she does. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, that lady was real mean because I think Leslie like almost touched her or somebody almost touched her just like get away from me pony trash or something like that like, i
2: think she says that to jam i think he, he tries to push her camera away and she's like don't touch my camera pony trash and that's what starts the fight i think and she's actually going to punch jam and jam ducks and that's when she hits leslie
1: yeah she was she was about that life that yeah fighting life. oh yeah she was in it <laughs> uh so yeah now it's all over the news that Pony and uh Eagleton don't get along. Wow, twelve year old boy right there. Um, <laughs> they still have <laughs> like go back to the unity meeting concert. Uh, remember, it's like it's the girl I forgot her name from Eagleton. Madison, then, like Madison, Craig. I uh, I think she
2: got stung because her eye yeah, she, looked. Yeah,
1: yeah, she got stung. Andy and April are fine, and I, I guess Craig didn't go, but uh, he's not happy. Um, and he's like everything. <laughs> Everything is stressing him out, giving him exi- anxiety. So he storms out, but nobody follows him out. So he comes back and says, "Hey, I'm very stressed. Somebody got to follow me." And still, uh, we didn't see
2: anyone get out, but it was funny.
1: <laughs> um, Ron, Ron is tired of people oogling uh, at his baby, so he goes up to the third floor of City Hall, where there's nothing there. There's a bunch of shredded paper um, in a toolbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's like, you know what? This is heaven. And he finds a a broken radiator. So just as quiet time with his baby, he fixes a radiator. Uh, And then like the crew that was working in there comes back. I guess it's like a contract, a contractor. Mm -hmm. They're like, hey, what are you doing here? Nobody's allowed in here. He's like, "Uh, (laughs) well, I'm going to be in here um, and you can just, you know, ignore me. But then they see his baby. So then they just start oogling at the baby, too. He's like, all right, what are y'all supposed to do here? And they say they're supposed to fix the floors, just general maintenance stuff all over there on that, on that level. He's like, well, how, what's the timeline? They say like six to eight weeks. He's like, all right, done. I'll do it. Y'all just take a vacation, a two-month vacation. And it's like, okay, if you say so. So he starts fixing everything. He's in this heaven. Um,
2: Best uh, time he's ever spent in a government building.
1: Yeah, he's actually enjoying his government work. Oh, I, I skipped a part. So t- Ron got frustrated when everybody was looking at the baby and Jerry's wife, Gail, made <laughs> made a oh, onesie yeah. for the baby that said, owned by the government, property of the government. And that just made Ron snap and he just got his baby. Because, yeah, Craig was yelling in the baby's face, too. Uh, so <laughs> Ron just got up and just pushed his baby, strolled out the door. Right well, away. he
0: grabs the onesie and just like very <laughs> forcefully throws it in the trash, and then storms out with the baby.
1: Yeah, um, he's very he he. You can tell Ron really really loves his son. Um, so yeah, he's up there and they he's fixing stuff. Leslie, on the other hand, is dealing with this disaster. And the dude, you said his name from earlier, that works for the national parks,
0: Grant Larson.
1: Grant Larson.
0: The Elton John of the Parks
1: Department. <laughs> Grant Larson wants to meet with Leslie. I guess he scheduled a meeting because Leslie wanted to get uh, one of the Eagleton Parks recognized as a national park to kind of mend some uh, mend the fences, as you would. Uh, but uh, Grant's like, they sit down. She put him off like a couple times uh, just because she was, you know, upset uh, with what was going on. But uh, they finally sit down and meet. She has a black eye for getting punched in the face and she's wearing a tie-dye shirt uh, to try to take the attention away (laughs) from the black eye. Uh, Which worked with April because she says, what are you wearing instead of what happened to your eye? Um, But yeah, she sits down with the Grant Larson dude. Uh, She asks if the part can be nationally recognized. He says no. She's like, well, way to make this week uh, worse. But he's like, that's not why I'm here. I I came here because I wanted to talk with you pretty much. They had a position open and she had done some portfolio or she did a grant request. um, And I guess he loved it. Uh, it, it's for the river cleanup from previous seasons, Uh, he loved it, even though it didn't get approved. Uh, And you know, they're done with the river anyway. Uh, But he's like, he offers her a job in Chicago and running a
2: national parks department.
1: Yeah. And, and like, there's literally no reason for Leslie not to take this job because Pawnee keeps shitting on her all every, 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 every time she tries to do something. And so she doesn't know what to do because she loves Pawnee, but this job it's you know, a much higher level up. Um, so she goes to the third floor to go think. That's where she finds Ron and she's like, Ron, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm fixing stuff. What are you doing here? I come here to think. Well, now that you're here, and this was my favorite part, because Ron was trying to avoid conversation. She's like, oh, but now that you're here, he goes, damn it. And that, <laughs> that was the funniest part of the episode, because he, he felt so defeated. So she explains what, what her situation is, what should she do, and Ron starts to go on a big monologue about radiators, but that's him giving his advice pretty much telling her that
2: uh, he enjoys fixing... Uh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, she's so bored by this radiator story, just like Tom is so bored by everything that Adam Scott, who has a name in this show... It's Ben. ben. Yeah. ben. Yeah. That's there the one. Just like he's, you know, Tom's so bored by everything that he says. So it was a fun little parallel they were doing.
1: Yeah. Oh, I completely forgot about that subplot. Uh <laughs> Leslie, um, Ron tells her how much fun he had in fixing it because it was his passion. His passion is fixing things. And so Leslie's passion is fixing Pawnee. That's why she can't leave, uh, even even though she tries to. And so that gives Leslie the courage to say no and pass on the job. Well, temporarily pass. She wants to make sure that Pawnee's in a good place before she leaves. So the Chicago guy's like, well, um, it, we'll give you a few weeks. It's Unless like, we it's had... the
2: government, so things are going to be a little slow. Yeah. You'll have a little bit of time.
1: But okay, she needs okay. to make up her mind uh, within due time. Yeah, so Tom and Ben, and this dynamic was weird. Uh, the, Tom is securing sponsorships for the Unity concert. I guess he does. He gives such a great presentation that I, one of the I guess business guys, investors or whatever, he gets sixteen
2: businesses to invest. Yeah, and one wants to invest in him personally.
1: Personally, so he invites him to his office, uh, and he's just just to throw ideas out there to invest in. So Tom's like cool, but then he has nothing. So that's why he had the uh, he's present. He asked Ben for help. That's where he got the Salt Queens and the. The LASIK for your nails thing, uh, which are terrible. He has no idea, even, even though he has this opportunity. So that's why Ben says, hey, um, you know, you can make money off, uh, off of um, dry cleaning chemicals. But to Tom, that's boring. And it just had me thinking. I mean, it uh, is boring, but. It's real boring, but like, you never know. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of rich people out there that just make. Random boring stuff, but it's stuff that you need. Like, I think I right. met some, somebody who invented the little racks that you put Coke bottles in. Um, uh, oh, yeah? in trucks. Yeah. Apparently that guy's a millionaire because he's the only one that just thought of, you know, these racks for Coke bottles to go in when they're in the truck and they don't fall over. Like, just stuff like that. Like, you can make a lot of money. We just have to be creative enough or uncre- uncreative, not creative. Anyway, or you Stephen,
2: just have to s- find a need.
0: Stephen Wright has a bit where he meets a girl and and says that she was born wealthy, the comedian Stephen Wright. Okay. Yeah, and he uh, he says that the way she got wealthy was her dad was the guy who invented the diagrams that tell you which way to put the batteries in devices oh. and that's a great. <laughs> great thing to invent, which
2: Right. Yeah, didn't like, happen, I mean,
1: that's fine. You need it. I know. Just think of some, something boring, but like you can't go it. But super useful,
2: him. yeah. That's
0: how most of Shark Tank was born.
2: Yeah, because it, it comes out of a need yeah. for something or to make something better. I was my
0: change into the seat in between. I was slicing off my fingers, so I made a cutting board Joey that prevented that.
2: Joey has been slicing off his fingers lately and both, then both screaming of about the fact. Because he has a glove that you can wear so that you don't cut off your fingers. And then he'll cut his finger and then he'll put the glove on He'll put a bandaid on and then put the glove on. So hopefully next time he's going to put that glove right on and that's going to be good because it's been kind of scary how many fingers Joey's lost recently.
1: Still got
0: eight.
2: Yeah. Also, my parent, not my parents, just one. Also, my mom's company that she started with her business partners a few years back was sort of similar to this dry cleaning thing in a sense that they looked at like dry cleaning law and saw like oh here's this like niche area that we can go into and it was using like the it was using information they already had like they already knew how to do the work so they were like we can offer it to these dry cleaners um their business evolved since that was i mean that was like the origin of it um they ended up doing a lot different things than that but i was just like funny because i was watching this and i was thinking oh that's very similar sort of like looking at dry clean law and seeing this little hole to what they did in their company.
0: Perhaps that was the inspiration for this episode that happened. This episode happened after that, right?
2: Hard to say maybe around the same time. I don't remember what, what year their company was established. They sold recently to another organization that they're all working for now. So, um, I think it's been at least five or six years, maybe more.
0: Well, in any case, this scene inspires our. Did you notice? Did you notice? Probably not, because it was real hard. You, you would have had to pause and zoom in on it. But oh. during the part where Tom is trying, or I'm sorry, where Ben is trying to convince Tom how cool this idea is, he shows him the spreadsheet, like, get a load of this.
2: You don't think this is cool? Or what yeah. does he say? Like, you think this is boring? And he holds up a giant spreadsheet. And I was just like, yeah, and looked away.
0: <laughs> and this is actually the same spreadsheet that uh, is the Eagleton budget spreadsheet from back before the town merger.
2: Doesn't he say that? So
0: the title is only changed to Dry Cleaning Chemical Transaction Holding Company. No, he does not say that.
2: Oh. So
0: you see things like HBO for residents, bottled water for city pools, personal shoppers' salaries, and other useless expenses.
2: Wow. As some
0: of the line items on this spreadsheet.
2: That's fine. You know,
1: he just changed the title? Yes.
2: Mm -hmm. This is the scene where I exclaimed, and Leslie's married to him? Because she would also think it's so boring.
1: Her trying to seductively approach him when he was sitting on that Game of Thrones <laughs> chair is still one of my favorite.
2: Oh, my but- gosh. We watched the deleted scenes for that today. Because Joey was like, oh, should we watch the deleted scenes from last week before we watch this week's episode? Because now we have the DVDs. Um, so we did. And I... They were so long, dude. They went on forever and That's ever. so good. And I was like, how is this still deleted scenes from one episode? But yeah, there's a few from the Iron Throne. Uh, it goes, Ben is great in that one. Joey can tell you about it if he wants. He doesn't want, but it's pretty <laughs> funny. Um, he doesn't want. <laughs> and then there's some other ones too, but it was super long. And then the deleted scenes from this week was one like 10 second scene, which was pretty funny. The juxtaposition of the the two episodes, but I guess there's just like if you're gonna have a whole Iron Throne, you gotta you gotta you gotta get with some it. footage, yeah. With it, yeah. So you know, there's a so lot of Tom, work for one little bit.
1: Yeah, Tom Tom's all in on I guess going with this dry cleaning stuff. They go to meet with the guy Ben's there, and Tom's treating Ben like Ben works for him. When it's actually the reverse, because if you remember, Ben's the city manager, so I don't know. He's just doing a friend of solid, basically, trying to help Tom out. But uh, Tom is hoping it goes well, so he never has to talk to Ben again. That's what he said. I'm like, that's mean.
2: To Ben's face.
1: To, <laughs> to his face. I'm like, oh, that's real me. Anyways, uh, they go to meet with the guy, and the guy has his, It has, like, a super villain voice. I kept thinking, like, this guy has to be, like, evil, because the way his voice was so <laughs> raspy and dark, I'm like, oh, man, it's a setup. But, uh, he's like, all right, so what do you got? And Tom starts, well, well he tells Tom, yeah. like, I, I liked you. I noticed you from the, uh, from the sponsorship thing. You look like somebody's super passionate. And so I know you're going to have some great ideas. So that makes Tom stay in there. And then he starts talking about Tom's beach show right when Ben turns around the, the, uh, the display, uh, the, <laughs> the dry cleaning chemicals. Mm-hmm. So he starts talking about Tom Beach, and Ben's like, "What?" what? <laughs> and the guy asks, "Like, all right? So you're talking about this Italian restaurant? Why do you have a display for dry cleaning chemicals?" And then he blanked Ben for it, bringing the wrong easel. Uh, and so he talks about it, and they talk about how risky restaurants are. But Ben kind of steps in and saves them, saying, "You know, it's going to be a part of, in, in a part of town in Eagleton where you know there's a need for it." And so the guy, the guy's all in. Uh, and Tom's happy that he gets to you know he's gonna try again start his own business. He apologizes to Ben later on for you know doing a U turn on him, um, and says, and then Ben says, yeah, it's, it's all good. Get back to work because you know I can fire you because <laughs> I'm your boss. It's not the other way around." Uh, so yeah, not much going on there. Tom's gonna start a new business coming up, I guess, in some future episodes. Uh, like I said, Leslie turned down the job offer in Chicago um, and Ron he like the hot closing is just him fixing everything and having the time of his life and his baby looked really intrigued at what he was doing like he just looking at him at the side of his eye as he was fixing, fixing lights and uh, tearing, down, tearing down the walls and everything like that so Ron has a baby now
0: an equality episode a lot of uh, a lot of relevant parks and rec i'm assuming sean for what you encounter on a daily basis lots of walls and bees and concerts
2: he probably encounters people coming in offering you jobs time. for
0: chicago yeah
2: retta wasn't in this episode
0: She's in the title but yeah not in the episode
1: yeah there was nothing to do with parks sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> once again we are disappointed Sean, before your magical top five, let's take a, a quick trip to get flush with cash. <laughs> a dog with a bark at the air. <laughs> yeah, I like that.
1: That's
0: it. Sean, speaking of bees, you appear to be buzzing over there a little bit.
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that segue was not prepared. I was not prepared to receive that segue. Uh,
2: <laughs> but you had been buzzing.
1: <laughs> I have been buzzing. So I'll take it away. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to get flush with cats like John Maffio. And this episode, we uh, we reached out to by the fine folks from Manscaped. Uh, if you've never heard of Manscaped, don't worry. Because uh, I'm about to give you the info on that. Uh, Manscaped is a company that uh, helps uh, keep you fresh below the belt. Uh, whether it's uh, hair trimming or or deodorant. It has you feeling fresh all day. Um, I personally use their products. I have the, they call their, their clippers, it's called the lawnmower. Um, why they chose the name lawnmower? I don't know, but I it, you think know, they're a little memorable. silly. I think because
0: um, it's a bush down there, Sean.
1: <laughs> oh, see, ah. you're better at this than I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> if you want to stay groomed and neat um, and just very hygienic, I do. Uh, I do suggest grabbing one. Uh, it's not too expensive you can grab it on Amazon Um, it's safe because you can use it in the shower or out Um, they got kind of a guard on the clippers so it's very uh, difficult to cut yourself Cut yourself. It's still possible if you try to cut yourself with these. <laughs> you can be successful, but it's not like. encouraging to listeners to to cut. These yeah, <laughs> give it a try.
2: <laughs> However, they give you a sense of security when you're.
1: Yeah, shaving. like it's uh, battery. I mean, battery powered. You can charge it. Doesn't take too long to charge. Gives you a sense of security. Um, it, it, there's no big mess. Uh, I, I like it. And also use the uh, deodorant as well, just because I play a lot of sports and so I sweat a lot. And not just to give you all those visuals, but, you know, you don't just need deodorant for your underarm. Let's just, let's just say that. And so, <laughs> it also helps because I'm a big thigh boy. Um, shout out to Big Mouth because they don't say thigh. B-T-B. Uh, <laughs> um, but it also helps with the, uh, with the chafing a lot when you're running around in hockey gear or playing ultimate frisbee or playing flag football or playing spike ball. Or what else do I play? There's a lot of sports out there. and um, Tug ball. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a hobby. Uh, <laughs>
0: but Sean oh, is still competitive at it. <laughs> but,
1: but yeah. That's
2: um, the one I was most intrigued by is that anti-chafe stuff. Because, yeah, chafing sucks.
1: Chafing sucks. What it's called the crop preserver. So you got you get yourself a lawnmower. They got the 3.0 out right now. Their third version, so it's always improving. Get the lawnmower, get the crop preserver. You combine it together. It's called the perfect package. You know they're really putting putting their words together. Great with the perfect package and crop <laughs> preserver and lawnmower. <laughs> but yeah, it's great. I do recommend uh, these products.
2: And they sent uh, Joey a little care package. And we,
0: this is actually the perfect package 3.0 oh. that Sean was. Just talking about, and on top of all of that, Sean, every formulation in there is vegan and cruelty-free oh, cool. and dye-free and sulfate-free and paraben-free. That's all my frees that I've got. So you know your manhood is in good hands. And Haley,
2: I mean, yeah, I could use a perfect package. I could gift a perfect package to somebody. Maybe I want to give it as a birthday gift, holiday gift, you know, what have you. Absolutely. And your balls will thank you.
0: That's true. That's very clear on the packaging.
2: Yes. And they also very clear me, from
0: you. your balls. Sean's speak French. And oui they oui. say <laughs> that's that's yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, that's, I know. that's how
0: excited they, they, they are. They say merci. Uh, Un loaf de bread. Merci. And even better. We were talking about how this is a good gift. You know what's better? Right now you can get a discount. Getting a discount on your gift mm-hmm. and people thinking you still paid full price for it. So you can save 20% off and get free shipping. If you go to manscaped.com and use the code word, code word, it's not really a secret. You just put promo it in. Promo code. Yeah, promo code. And that's a better way to say it. Of Parks. P-A-R-K-S. Very simple. So simple, in Manscaped. fact.
2: Dot com. Right?
0: Manscaped.com. It's like you're landscaping a park.
2: Right. But you're not Right Manscaped on your body. But
0: you're manscaping com. it. That's why parks is the code. And Promo it's perfect. code parks. Yes. And beyond giving a great gift, if you subscribe, because you can subscribe to Manscaped too, and you get a new replacement blade for your lawnmower 3.0 trimmer delivered to your door every three months.
2: Ooh. So your trimmer
0: always stays fresh and clean. Sean, I'm sure at some point, like me, you have tried to shave with an old blade and it is.
2: It's
1: not great. Well, it's also ineffective. Yeah,
0: it's dull. It is ineffective. It tells you bad stories. That's the dull part.
1: Yeah. So yeah, you, you <laughs> don't oh, you don't get razor bumps only on your face. Let's let's just say that. So yeah.
0: Word word and the perfect package 3.0. If you get that and you're a subscriber, you get not one but two free gifts: the shed travel bag, so you can take. Your Manscaped products on the go and the patented high performance anti-chafing Manscaped boxers. So in addition to other things you're putting down there, just wear some good boxers. I'm going to wear those boxers.
2: I'm excited to try those out. They're probably not my size, but I'm going to try them on. Remember, promo code PARKS.
0: Give your testies the besties with Manscaped. (laughs) Flush with enough cash for now. So why don't we get into your top
1: five? I was caught up in that. Top five. Oh, wow. So in this episode, there was a fight uh, between the newscasters of uh, Eagleton and pretty much Jam. They were all just fighting Jam and Leslie just kind of got caught in the middle. And so this has me thinking of my top five sports fights, not including hockey, because hockey fights really aren't exciting because they're allowed to do it. And it's like, it's, it's routine. But sports fights outside of hockey, there are some memorable ones. And these were the top five that were on my mind today. Number five. Number five comes from the world of baseball. Um, it will be my only baseball fight because I hate baseball fights. I think they're stupid because the uh, guys are, they, they get their feelings hurt so easily. If, you know, someone throws past you or hits a home run or and just, you know, walks around, like they're going to start fighting. But... There was one, was one hilarious one. I forgot the year, but it involves Pedro Martinez uh, standing, uh, I think, near the uh, first baseline. Or he's just out of his dugout because there, there was a fight going on. And this old-ass coach, Don Zimmer, rushes Pedro Martinez. And Don Zimmer's like, he's got to be in the 70s or 80s. And Pedro Martinez at at this time, the best pitcher in baseball. So he's just standing over there. Don Zimmer, this old dude, rushes him. But <laughs> so Pedro looks at him, grabs him by the head, and just throws him to the ground. It <laughs> just rolls around. This it's,
0: was it's in so- 2003, and Don Zimmer was 82 at this Holy point. Holy cow!
2: <laughs>
1: what was the purpose?
0: I'm sorry, 72, 72, oh,
1: 72.
2: Okay,
0: I did the math wrong. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> Still though. Oh man, it was just so. It was like, wh- why was he trying to fight him? And so yeah, Pedro just kind of he didn't throw him down hard. But like he kind of just like grabbed him and just moved him out the way, and done, he fell hard and was rolling on the ground.
0: Yeah, but it's like uh, by the head, so it looks a lot
1: worse. <laughs> I don't know what he was trying to accomplish there. I don't know why he attacked Pedro. Pedro was just over there minding his own business, watching other people fight, and then he got rushed by an old coach and just removed him from the uh, <laughs> from the television shot. Number four. Number four goes out to the late, great Kobe Bryant. Um, in the late 90s, early 2000s, Kobe was trying to be scrappy. He wasn't the Kobe that we know, that we got to know, the five champion Kobe. He was still kind of young Kobe going in and out of his afro. But he got into a fight against New York Knicks player Chris Childs, which I think this is the only thing he's famous for, Chris Childs, is he pretty... He, got a pretty good lick on Kobe. Kobe lost that fight because all of Kobe's punches swung and missed and and Chris Childs connected on Kobe's face a few times and so he was made famous by that. Uh, of course, both get ejected for fighting. It was a regular season game so it wasn't anything too, too, uh, too punishment, too, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They didn't have to sit out long, I don't think. But, uh, a uh yeah, punishment remember, from the league. It was just like, it's just kobe wasn't the most liked player like late 2000s when kobe got two more rings that's when people started to like him i hated kobe uh especially young kobe when he was with Um uh, and so him getting punched in the face i was pretty happy about it <laughs> dang
0: sean chris child's also on the knicks during the i un, unless this is one of yours in which case i my apologies but The uh, Heat-Knicks fight where Jeff Van Gundy is clinging to the leg of Alonzo Mourning. Chris Child's also on the Knicks at that point. So he was involved in some of the most memorable brawls in the NBA.
1: That is not one of mine. That was not on my mind. Perfect. Well, let's continue with your mind with number three. (laughs) Number three, we're going to the world of football. Um, Again, this fight, it wasn't much of a fight. It was just hilarious. Um, AJ Green versus Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I guess Jalen Ramsey had been giving AJ Green the business the whole day. He didn't have that many catches. This is when Jalen Ramsey was a rookie, but he's still talking a lot of shit. Uh, and I guess AJ Green had had enough. And so (laughs) Jalen Ramsey's not even facing him. AJ Green like grabs him from behind, like, and starts choking and throws him to the ground and just starts wailing on his helmet. He's punching a helmet. That's why it's so funny. Like that's gotta hurt your hands. You punching a helmet, but the way he took down Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey wasn't paying attention. He grabs him from the back. It's like choking him, throws him to the ground, starts throwing punches, and, you know, gets kicked out the game. <laughs> so look up that fight to all you uh, fight aficionados. It's, it's, it's funny because you never seen – AJ Green's kind of you know, mellow. He, he doesn't, he's not a high-energy guy, so you never seen him lose his mind like he did <laughs> in that game. Hilarious.
2: Number two –
1: Number two, in the similar vein of AJ Green and Jalen Ramsey, also comes from the world of football. It is Cortland Finnegan versus Andre Johnson. <laughs> uh, it's the same deal. Andre Johnson's really quiet. You don't, I don't like. I know what his voice sounds like, but he rarely ever speaks. Uh, We'd Robert see him Chico.
0: around campus at Miami because he was coming back to finish his degree. While playing oh. in the NFL, like during just like off, you know, the off season for the NFL. And he, he would like wear a backpack, but he's <laughs> so huge that the backpack just looked like the smallest drawstring bag on his back. It was delightful. But yeah, like never spoke was like was polite. He'd like give you a nod, say hello. But yeah, never, yeah. Uh, <laughs> never even, spoke very often. Yeah.
1: Even kill. You would think Cortland Finnegan was a nuisance known around the league. He was an agitator and irritator. So we know. Everybody knew how he rolled, and that's what made him kind of good for the for the Titans. Um, I guess it was one of those days where Andre Johnson had enough, and he, he punch, again, punching helmets, I think he got a good lick, some good licks on, on Corlin Finnegan's helmet, but he punched it so hard, it looked like it hurt, even though he was wearing a helmet. Somehow those helmets came off, and they were kind of fighting, and both guys got kicked out, and I remember being upset. Cause I thought the fight was fine. I was entertained by it, but I remember people saying, "Oh, these guys are thugs." You know, you know what thugs is code for. About fine, I'm like, there's fights in hockey every single week. Like, what are you gonna be mad about this fight for? He's like, oh, I have to hide my kids from watching this. Oh, but you're gonna take them to the to the Stars Red Wings game and just watch them go knock each other out. That's fine. But no, you you don't want to watch these thugs fight each other on the football field. Get out. That looks a very good Sean, irritating- football is
0: a very nonviolent, polite sport. No place for fighting in it.
1: Are you kidding me? Are you kidding yes. me? <laughs> it? Yeah, he's clearly. Could kidding. you not tell me this <laughs> was <Yeah>. dripping with sarcasm? <laughs> um yes,
2: yes, Are there I any could. fights in golf? Oh that are memorable? Of note? Okay, cool. We don't I, have to talk about it now. But I don't know if
0: there's really golf fights, but there's breakdowns for sure. Like meltdowns. Oh yeah, no, there's yeah. certainly
2: meltdowns, but I'm curious about a fight, because you were saying like football's so polite. Like I feel like golf is supposed to be a polite, like gentleman's sport. And maybe I'm wrong with that assumption, but that's what I think. So I just want and I know that they don't necessarily all interact with each other as much as other sports. They're so usually like playing in what? Like groups of two? Four? Something like that.
1: Yeah, four. I mean, two. I mean, depends. Depends on what. Which yeah. Weekend. Like so Thursday, I was just Friday, curious four. if there's
2: ever like an actual fight that breaks out.
0: There's probably um, some quiet trash talk. I don't think anyone has ever come to fisticuffs, but Dang. but yeah, maybe who knows? Maybe
1: with caddies. Because you're playing against the course, you're not playing against right. Yeah, the, uh, the opponent.
2: Yeah, it's more on you.
1: Um, but yeah, Andre Johnson. And yeah, golf is too uppity. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> yeah. They're like, people call and say, oh, they find rule violations on TV and they report it. They don't work for the golf, the PGA. They just call the PGA and say, hey, I saw on TV. Somebody did this. You got to take points away. And they'll actually do it. They're, just some they're like, Snow thank you sir, so for reporting this. Well,
2: wow. Come on. That's interesting. You're
0: right. He did move his ball 12 inches to the left. That's kind of a lot, but like one, inch. Lot. Yeah, 12 one yeah. inch to the left.
1: It's a whole foot. Twelve centimeters. Sir? Uh, number one. Number one, I think y'all knew where I was going here. It's definitely the Malice at the Palace in 2004. If, if you're a basketball fan, you remember where you were when this happened. I th- the game was on ESPN. Um, I was just at home doing homework, had my laptop on the bed. I probably on AIM and just, you know. Messing around, watching the end of the game. Posting
0: vague, uh, vague away messages. On yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you just see, you see Ben Wallace push Ron Artest. I think that's what, that's what started. And Ron Artest kind of just gets out of it. It's at the very end of the game. It's like seconds left.
0: Yeah, there's less, uh, than, a, less than a minute. Ron Artest hard fouls Ben Wallace. So Ben Wallace. Pushes Ron Artest. Ron
1: Artest, you know, they start to scuffle. It's what you see today. A big old group. There's some punches, not punches. They're pushing. But then Ron Artest walks away. He goes and he lays on the scorer table just to get remove himself from the situation because Ron Artest was known as somebody who's a pest. He gets thrown out all the time. And so he, you know, he, he, I think he's gone to anger management at this point because he knows. So he knows he needs to remove himself from the situation, which he does. In a weird way, by going to lay on the scorers table. Well, a fan throws a cup and hits Ron Artest. And Ron gets up, locates someone. Oh. It wasn't the person that threw the cup. He actually oh, no. went after the wrong guy. It was a guy two spots away. He, he, who,
0: is, he comes, who is laughing <laughs>
1: as yeah. the scene's unfolding
0: and then realizes Ron Artest is coming for him? And, and so you, you can see out.
1: the faces. So Ron freaks out. He. He's not middle World Peace at this point. There's no peace in him. He freaks out. He goes into the stands, goes up the steps. He's pushing people out the way. You can see like the faces of horror on the fans. Like, oh my goodness, this six, seven muscle dude is coming after me. And <laughs> he finds the wrong person who's also, but I, I think the wrong person was talking shit too. And so just starts wailing on him. And so there's memorable parts to the fight because there's Steven Jackson who's also known to fight everybody. Steven Jackson goes to help his brother Ron <laughs> in the crowd. And you can see Steven Jackson just swinging at everybody. And he's getting pulled back by his jersey. His jersey's getting ripped off. There's, I think my favorite part, to all hell is broken loose. Uh, fans are fighting players. Or players are fighting fans. There's fans that got on the court. Because it's, it's a chaos. Like, cameras zoomed out, everything's happened. Some fans got on the court and Jermaine O'Neal... <laughs> It's standing there. And I think a guy, he was just happy to be on the court. Hey, I'm on the court. He runs into Jermaine O'Neill. Jermaine O'Neal looks at him and they kind of square up. And Jerm- oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like a sliding, running, a running sliding punch. He's like, he's slipping, but he's still all his weight. He just knocks this guy out. It was so bad.
0: Jermaine O'Neill uh, probably, if he doesn't slip on the floor, he's probably in jail for murdering someone. Like he. <laughs> He was hell bent on just punching this man. Oh, no. And like, because he slips, it's like, I mean, it's still, yeah, it still does good damage to him, him, but it's not like, it's not a full 100% blow that, because Jermaine O'Neill is huge. He's like, what, 6'9,
2: 6'10?
1: Yeah, you've shown me that part of it before. I saw him, his uh, daughter plays volleyball for University of Texas. I went to a volleyball guy last year. I didn't know this, but I saw him in a crowd like, Hey, is that Jermaine O'Neal? <laughs> I didn't go talk to him because he was far away, but I recognized him. Uh, but, yeah, this fight, I remember the next day at school, and this all we were talking about in the locker room was this fight. Uh, we didn't have YouTube at the time, so all we did was just stay on. I just kept SportsCenter on, and it was just, that was the entire SportsCenter story was this fight. There was, we could see Rick Carlisle, Reggie Miller, leaving the court, getting stuff thrown on them. Um, it was it was quite a moment that I will never forget just cause and I, it's not good, you know, players fighting fans, not a good look. Uh, but it was so funny. People getting punched in the face.
0: <laughs> Sean's like, more punches, please. <laughs> get up, get more people punched. Sean, you were talking about how you remember where you were. I remember where I wasn't because this happened in November. It was like very early in the NBA season and our a uh, high school basketball team had just played a little bit it was like a little bit of a, a midnight madness to borrow from the college term of like us scrimmaging ourselves and the parents were supposed to come and watch and get excited for the season but of course our team was not very good so it was probably Ooh. more uh disheartening for the parents than anything else to be like this is what we're trotting out here this year huh and it was a friday night and that game was on they had after we finished our game they had pizza in the cafeteria they had the game on and it was a blowout like you're saying it was like the final seconds of a blowout so there's like two or three minutes left my parents are there i'm like all right let's go home like i've eaten my pizza i want to get home probably go on aim and uh maybe maybe even talk to sean from afar and <laughs> despite not knowing him for five years after that uh, but I got home and I was like, Oh, I wonder what the final score of that game was. Cause like, I'm a dork. And if I watch a bit of a game, I want to know how it ended. So I turned the TV on and they have the score up and I'm like, Oh, perfect. That's the final score. Like the, you know, the Pistons got, or the Pacers got the victory. And then it cuts away to like all the analysis of just what's going on and like all the highlights. And I was like, wait a minute. What? And so I'm just watching, like you're saying, it's just sports center for forever. And I was so upset because I would have been with all my basketball teammates and we all would have been going nuts just watching it. Everyone was except me. I was on the outside looking in. Hmm. It was raining outside. I'm standing in the rain. I'm looking inside at the warm dinner party. So I missed out. Could have been with other high school students, okay. high school <laughs> basketball players, and we could have all been going
2: nuts bonkers. together. Yes. That does sound fun.
0: Haley was actually at that game.
2: I was there. I didn't get punched, but it was close. That's nope.
0: why you sit in the upper deck.
2: That's the, I, I want my back to the <laughs> wall you, if possible.
0: Could you imagine a player going all the way up to the third level? <laughs> I see you up
2: yeah. there. <laughs> they and like take they, the escalator. <laughs> no, they don't even need the escalator. They just stand on the handrail from the below level oh, and just, jump <laughs> up and pull themselves up there. Yeah, they know how to do it quickly. Um <laughs> there was one time we were at a game where our backs were literally against the wall though. Like so it was just a weird part where it was like a cement wall behind us, not a seat.
0: Yeah. A San yeah. Antonio Spurs game. That was when you wore the Timberwolves jerseys. Well, oh, was right? it? Yeah. No. Or was that Timberwolves no? we were okay. in like the
2: middle of a section because we had okay. to walk out behind in front of people. We were in the we were like more in the middle of that upper section. Yeah. I think I've only been to spurs games and ut games i don't think i've ever seen any other basketball
0: well we can Live. fix that once yeah once uh, fans are back allowed at games and probably well after that because i don't i don't want to go back to the first game
1: yeah Have you, maybe did you amazed. watch college football this weekend oh my goodness there are too many fans at too these many games. fans like, i sure did sean
0: <laughs> and i was thinking the same thing of why are there so Climbs many fans
1: in miami game Oh my goodness! There were so many people. <laughs> yes,
2: we did watch that game. Like half yeah, that of was it.
0: disheartening as a Miami fan. Sean, both of your schools lost. Uh, <laughs> Just let's, one let's of mine. Let's my. get
1: into it. Let's let's talk about these sports. Texas sucks this week, I guess, because um, <laughs> we lost to Oklahoma, which and Oklahoma's not good. So, who does that make us <laughs>
0: probably also not good?
1: um The Astros are in the playoffs. Uh, I haven't watched. I haven't watched a single full inning of baseball. I think I've watched a half inning of Rangers baseball earlier this season. Uh, but yeah, Astros in the playoffs, even though they went 29 and 31, and they're in the, they're in a the championship series. They're not in the World Series. They're in the, the it's like the semi, the, the ALCS, uh, which I'm rooting for them to lose. Sorry, Haley. Really? Uh, because <laughs> I'm also rooting
0: for the Rays. I've always inexplicably liked them. Okay. Better when it them. was the Devil Rays, didn't yeah. we?
2: No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Who did we see? When? Like when we saw a game in New York.
0: We saw the Yankees and Red Sox and then the Mets and Playing the Marlins. Who? So the other Florida team. Oh, the
2: Marlins. There you go.
0: Where witnessed still the, the strangest double play I've ever seen, where a Marlins player grounded out, looked like it was going to be a traditional 6 4 3 double play. But as the second baseman threw to first. It was a terrible throw, and the uh, batter did not realize it was a terrible throw. So he was trying to do the like, you know, how you kind of like leap to first base, like you do the, the big lunge.
2: Like, come on. So yeah. he
0: did that uh, and fell just short of the base. So, like, tripped over the base and fell. And we thought for sure tore his ACL. Uh, it turns out he just had a hamstring pull. He was only out for a couple games. It was fine. But he uh, fell like over the base, but was in fair territory. So the Mets, the ball like rolled to right field, and they were able to retrieve it and like walk over and tag him because he's just on the ground, not moving, and they still got the double play. Uh, the uh,
2: but what was <laughs> less it? Less than traditional. Not way. a. It was a what? Then? It wasn't
0: a six four three, but it, actually it might have still been a six four three because I think the first baseman walked over and got like ran over oh, and got the ball. so it was. But traditional. maybe the right fielder picked it. I don't know. But surely that's got to be like a scoring error. Because I think it was an error on the... So it would be a 6, E, 4, I think errors are stupid.
2: Like, it's literally the game. I don't like... I think the fact that they're called errors doesn't make sense. It's like, oh, they got this because of an error. And I'm like, no, they got that because that's how you play the mother effing game. Sorry, that pisses me off so much for some reason. Like, Errors? Oh. Yes, because it's not an error that someone didn't catch something. Like, I hit the ball. It was a good hit. I made it on base. Oh, yeah, that person didn't catch it. Like, no. I I feel like calling it an error discounts the fact that the other people are doing something, too. It's not like, just because this error was made, this happens. Sometimes, sure. Sometimes, just because an error was made, this other thing happens. But other times, they call things an error, and I'm like... No, there should be a different term for this.
0: An oopsie. Do,
2: no, it's not an oopsie. It's not on the person who didn't catch it that this thing happened. It's on the person who made the like the good plot. You know, I don't know. I just think it's a weird term. Like, why is it an error as opposed to just have a different term for it? I don't know. I just
1: think it's a weird concept. Top five. But no, let's stay on sports
0: because. Oh, okay. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, the top five is over.
2: Um, We
1: were caught up in the top
2: five. Really? Now we're just talking about sports, and if we're talking about sports, we got to mention my favorite fight of recent times, which Joey will tell you. (laughs)
0: Oh, I'll tell. I'll tell about this. Well,
2: he'll just tell the team. It was
0: the Steelers Browns last year. Yes. On Thursday night football, I believe, where
2: and it was so good. It
0: was the final seconds of a blowout loss for the. Sean, who won that game? The Browns won, right?
1: Yeah, because Mason Rudolph is terrible.
0: Yeah, the Browns won because Mason Rudolph is terrible. He's their third string quarterback, I believe, right? Or second. I, I don't know. They, they had duck, duck. They had Duck Hodges because yeah. I, sacking him is a quack sack.
2: <laughs> I do like that, too.
0: <laughs> From uh, Hank Azaria as Brockmire. We're getting real niche now. But basically, this is the end of the game. There's less than five
1: seconds left, I believe. It's like, uh, what do what you, why people were mad at Tom and the head coach of the Steelers for trying to run plays. Yeah. yeah they're running
0: it, a play in the a game. game, game. They're down by multiple scores. So like no point in it. And uh, while this play's going on, uh, the we're, we're following the ball, which is like, you know, a short pass. <laughs> the, the receiver's kind of running out of bounds. But where the real action is, is back behind the line of scrimmage where Miles Garrett just pile drives Mason Rudolph <laughs> into the ground. And at some point gets his helmet off (laughs) while sacking him and then (laughs) smacks the helmet, smacks Mason Rudolph's own helmet into his head and...
2: And then a fight ensues in the whole, like, end zone area.
1: Yeah. And then... like, kicking Miles Garrett on the ground. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's crazy. There's so many people doing things. But then he stands up, and right when he stands up, this other guy who I guess was just, like, in the backfield comes running up and just shoves him back down or kicks him back down and, like, goes into the fight. And it's the greatest thing because I'm like, that sucks (laughs) so bad for him. Like, he's just getting demolished this whole time. And he was getting up to be like, what the fuck, ref? And he just gets, like
1: driven back down yeah mason rudolph they got so miles garrett they they were fighting because miles hit gave a pretty good shot to mason rudolph miles claims that mason rudolph called him the n-word because i think they were they were done like it was I, he was walking away i think he said he claimed he heard the n-word and so that's when he just lost his mind got his helmet off and <laughs> hit him on the head with his own helmet and so, yeah, it was that was, which is
0: a hundred times better than if Miles Garrett had just taken his own helmet off and hit it. Like yeah. getting getting Mason Rudolph's helmet and then music
2: it on it, and it's so good, well deserved. Yes, probably. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. Uh, but in, in somber sports news, my beloved Dallas Cowboys are in trouble. Um, Dak Prescott had quite the injury, and I don't think I, I don't think I've ever. So when Kevin Ware happen, happened, I remember screaming at the TV. Sean Livingstone was like, grossed out. But when it happened to Dak, I, I cried a little bit. Oh. I, I cried a tear. Only because I just started thinking about, so Dak Prescott broke, dislocated his ankle, ankle compound mm. fracture. It was gross. It's real like, bad, they, yeah. I see. They couldn't figure out what is wrong. They was like, oh, it looks like Rono is a com- commentator. He's Because like, Prescott's holding his knee and his calf. And so Romo's like, oh, does he have a cramp? But then they zoom in on the, on the leg, not knowing it was his foot, that his foot makes a right turn at the bottom of his leg. And they're like, oh, no. And so when they show Dak uh, getting on the cart, he's crying because, number one, it hurts. Number two, he's on a franchise tag, which means the Cowboys aren't committed to him long term. Oh, yeah. So he's paying for a contract. Number three, he's been through a lot. Uh, his mom died of cancer. His brother committed suicide this year. And everybody, all of these Cowboy fans, NFL folks are telling him, hey, you're not worth the money you think you are. And so he's been through a lot. He talked about how he's been having uh, he's been having mental health, uh, uh, I don't want to call it issues, but you know, thoughts. He said he's been having thoughts that he's never had before. And he got criticized for that. A lot of people came to his back, um, especially uh, Hayden Hurst from the Atlanta Falcons. They're in a collab on a suicide prevention uh, charity. But anyways, he's been through a lot, and so that's why I kind of cried for him, because he's going through all this stuff, and he just wants to play football, and he gets his foot broke. Like, it was so nasty. And he was, you know, he's trying to hold back the tears as he's being carted off, but oh, it was it was emotional. and But then, like, you know, people don't, if you're not a Cowboys fan, you don't have a connection to the player. And so all you're thinking is like, man, that sucks for my fantasy team. Like, ah, oh, man, like, come on, just be human for a little bit. And realize what this man is going through it's gonna t- he's not gonna be able to play for like six months that's what they said rehab will be hmm.
0: yeah and he was having like an mvp quality season he was putting he's out setting crazy records. numbers
1: <laughs> but that's only because the cowboys suck and so in the fourth <laughs> quarter he, they were only throwing the ball and he's racking up all these yards yeah when you're but down by still... 30
0: points going into the fourth
1: quarter <laughs> <laughs> and so he's setting all these records passing yards and touchdowns. Wise. it's just like
0: ugh. Sean, how confident are you in Andy Dalton to lead the Cowboys to the playoffs?
1: I'm not. The I'm Red not Rocket. But it's, it's uh, the NFC East. Uh, Cowboys lead the division with a 2-3 and three record. That's true.
0: 5-11 and 11 might win. Might win the division. <laughs> yeah.
1: Meanwhile, multiple
0: sorry. teams will be 10-6 and six and miss the playoffs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah, sorry for that sports tangent. LeBron won. I was happy for him. I don't like the Lakers, but I like LeBron. And so... He won another championship.
0: Pretty fitting for the Lakers to win in a tumultuous year when Kobe died. It's like a, it's a great tribute that they were able to win.
1: Right. They didn't, They wore the Kobe jerseys on... Wait, what was yesterday? Oh, that's yesterday? cool. The no,
0: Mamba jerseys lost. on Friday. Yeah, they uh, lost for yeah. the first time wearing the, the Mamba jerseys oh, on Friday. Oh, that's
1: not as cool. So then they went back to the regulars because I think the Heat get to choose the, their jersey color and Lakers have to respond after that. But uh, yeah, and then they won only because Jimmy Put- Butler was so gassed <laughs> after that game five that whole team had, <laughs> yeah, whole was team like was...
0: me uh, after one game of basketball and they had played what 20 over mm-hmm. the span of like 40 days
2: well my brother at th- NBA level theorized they yeah. lost intentionally so they could have an additional game the Lakers so did, they yeah, could, uh, so, so they could, could set more some more records, some more yeah. records.
1: No, no, I
2: know it's not true, but it's just it would. It's kind of a funny thing to to think about. Like, what a risk to take just to get him more (laughs) records.
1: That's and that's how you know how good LeBron is because Jimmy Butler had the game of his life. I I think he had a thirty point triple double, um, and everybody's giving all this praise of how great he is. LeBron does that on the regular. (laughs) Like he does, he did it again. He does it all the time, and he doesn't get. He's not as tired as Jimmy was. Like he did it because he had a triple double as well. Um, actually, scored more points than Jimmy Butler in that game five, but then came back in game six just as much energy as he had the previous game. But in, but the Heat had nothing.
2: And this has been Sports Corner, brought to you by Parks and Rec.
0: We're almost wrapped up here, but of course we have to do a quick categories.
2: Cat categories, and
0: unfortunately, it will not be Prices Right games. Um, Thank although goodness. I will ask both of you to name two right now. Can you name two Prices Right? I mean,
2: games? can I say plinko? Sure. Um, and then there's that one with the racing rat Rat race, yes. Rat race.
0: Perhaps the, I would argue rat race is the best price is right game because. Because
2: you have a chance to win multiple prizes yeah, and they're pretty good prizes. Yeah.
0: One is always a car, one is a pretty solid prize, one is like a, you know, a hair dryer, less exciting. But uh, on Kids Week that they had, I don't know, this was probably like eight months ago, but I remember this, the dad asked, uh, his daughter, he had like, you know, it was parents with like young children under seven or eight years old, had his young daughter, and he said, Hey, pick your favorite color. And she chose pink, and that was the car. And then they also won a dollhouse. Yeah. Seemed pretty fitting.
2: All right, Sean,
1: too. Yes, two, Sean, two, two prices right games. I don't know the names. I just know. So there's the yodeling thing where you're going up the mountain. Very mm-hmm. good. Uh, whatever it's called. And, and then there's the game where uh, there's like cards with numbers on a wall, and you have to get the price of the car. And I always like, oh, and and it's like higher or lower? Or different? How how many do I have at least three numbers right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, But I always get mad because you know the car is going to start with a one. It's going to be a, you know, $18,000 car. They always go for it. Like you have multiple chances. You want to get that one wrong and get the other one so you get more chances later on. It's strategy. I, I think this stuff through when I watch this game. Like, no, unless you get all the prices wrong, then yeah don't do that then it backfires but, <laughs> right. on you but, yeah, but it's not yeah. likely that you're gonna do that yeah you can
0: usually tell because it's it's always like one or three is the first number and then it's like eight zero or one so like you know it's either like you, you can tell if it's an eighteen thousand dollar car or a thirty one thousand dollar car yeah
2: and if you can't sure. then that's why i don't play that game more
0: power to you I'll I'll throw in punch a bunch. I
2: was gonna say the one where you punch the yeah, holes. Yeah, you punch yeah. the holes. And then there's also the one where you compare like current day prices to old prices, or no, or you yeah, just now guess, and then. Yeah, now and then. Yeah. Boom.
1: There's hole in one, and if you don't get the hole in one, I there's think
2: it becomes there was hole in, a in two. two. They they flip the goal sign goal around,
0: <laughs> and and the player is always surprised. It's it's always <laughs> yeah. someone who's never won. They're like, I get another chance. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Also, I would guess uh, one of the worst games to play is one wrong price or one right price, where you're given two prices and one of them is wrong
2: well, or then, three prices i of think it's three prices and one's wrong less stressful
0: yeah the i one don't know the has strategy the price
1: yet. is on the floor and you have to mark oh the yeah price. i hate that one i don't know that
0: that's one. a it's a it's for a car and you start in the middle and then you pick do i want to go up right down or left oh, okay. and you try to just get the numbers and i have never seen anyone win that game i know it's happened <laughs> it's but so i've never hard. seen anyone win it
2: The other one where you just go like, which price is for this and which price is for that? Like that one seems semi less stressful. But that's not categories. No, it is is not
0: categories. Uh, Instead, we're talking about dry cleaning chemicals throughout it. So it's a lot of different things mixed together to form these different chemicals and what makes up a lot of chemical formulations. No, that's right. Elements. Elements, Correct. So we're going to be naming elements that are on the periodic table. We certainly have not. I will start with helium.
2: One time. Joey told me I should do this as my top five. Potassium. And I said, I only like potassium.
0: Yes. Sean, Uh, you're up. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) We both said that angrily. So helium and (laughs) potassium have been taken. Oxygen. Boron.
2: I was going to say that, which is so random, because there's so many. Zinc. Uh,
1: nitrogen?
0: Argon.
2: Gold. No? Silver. Yeah, okay. You Yeah, because gold for is AU.
0: Hydrogen.
2: Did you not start with hydrogen?
0: I started with helium.
2: Oh, okay. I was about to Did be not like... Did I hydrogen? Carbon. No. No, you... S- what did you say? You said carb. We'll know when he says did it. I, what you did just I? Just say it. You just said it.
0: You just said.
1: Okay, great. Good job, me. Uh, no, that's me. Uh, that's me. It's copper. Yeah, copper.
2: Yeah.
0: Platinum.
2: Uh, is there a is there a, like a berinium one? No. Sodium. What are my I'll go. Noble-
1: I used to have my noble gases memorized. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go with uh, what's dry ice made out of? Damn it, I, I lose, I lose.
2: <laughs> I'm right behind you.
0: I had at least a couple more radon.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Uh huh. I believe cadmium is one, and platinum aluminum. Uh, I said platinum, right? Plutonium and aluminum. Aluminum. And we had to make up an element in high school chemistry. I created j
2: Perfect.
0: Because I had the nickname J-Money. What's F-E? That's iron.
2: Oh, I yeah. said that one.
0: Yeah, you could just think of uh, all the Pokemon supplements. No. Iron, zinc. We're back
2: to Pokemon. Carbon. I did yeah. do those ones. Okay, and that was
0: Cat Categories. Cat We are very long into this episode. We will wrap it up. Sean, you will have to guess what the next episode is all about based only on the title
2: which is as well
0: as a small fortune from a fortune cookie
2: what is the title
0: the fortune is cookies need their sleep as well please come back later which is a real thing that i read on a fortune cookie one time and the name of the episode is new slogan
1: go no uh i don't know what the old slogan is new slogan Pawnee has a slogan Leslie wants to change it to make Pawnee look good and make Eagleton more welcoming. But she's going to get some pushback. It's going to be probably the oldest one something racist. Like, I guess, indigenous folks.
2: Sorry, I couldn't get out of the timer, as happens every 10th or so time. Um, I feel like that's a solid guess. I don't remember this episode off the top, but I do remember an old... Like, I vaguely remember there was an old slogan and i think it was racist
0: that's a fair guess based on Pawnee's wasn't there history. a slogan
2: that was like someone we was born here
0: we don't need a hypothesis because we'll find out it's next not a episode we'll find out
1: next hey, episode a oh, after, Parks after you listen hey. to this episode listeners go vote you can vote this week if you're in texas that's um, true i uh, my rec center is a voting pl- place a polling place come see sean and vote
0: and the offer to get a tour yeah. is still open. If you come in, say Parks and Rec, you'll receive 20% off your tour, which is $0 anyway. So <laughs> yeah. it'll be a free well, he, tour. Well, he won't
2: pay you. He will attend. not pay you.
0: No, it won't go into like a negative yeah. realm or anything like that. But Sean will be pleased to give you a tour. He can show you where he's broken up naked fights, uh, where he has cleaned up poop,
1: All those where places. he
0: has uh, blocked a kid's shot during a pickup All basketball those game. Uh, aggressively like smacked it into the stand and
2: just, you know, general parks and rec things at the yes. facility.
0: Yes. And it'll be quite glorious. In the meantime, you can also follow the show at parks, on Twitter and Facebook or send an email parks, at gmail.com. We always love getting the emails, whether or not they have rocket league IDs in them or not, which And send is us, still one uh, of my
2: favorites. Send us your favorite fights from sports other than hockey, especially if they're golf. Or other sports that you would think, there shouldn't be too much fighting in this sport.
0: And then, bam, a fight. Yeah. Literally, a ba- like on a yeah, moment. Like, like no, NASCAR. Yeah. yeah.
1: NASCAR fights. Pew. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: That is true. And horrific crashes.
1: Yeah. But that's more expected.
0: Yes parks
1: and racked this is the end of the podcast it's over you don't have to listen anymore
2: podcast is over now
1: thanks for tuning in close your app listen to the radio or listen to the next episode
2: i'm recording sean you recording Queen of thing cook awesome
0: all right well let's talk about your balls <laughs>
1: <laughs> just right off
0: well i mean
1: i guess we could you want to yeah, do so it in the like, middle it's or a, it's clippers i guess i make it easier for me but it? it has this like guard thing so you can't cut yourself or yeah. you can yeah yeah protects you more. better from cutting uh yeah, I
2: think that's yeah, more fun. That would suck a lot if you <laughs> But is that all so you it can like, close. Rude.
1: And then you're gonna be hurt for the rest of your life um when you cut your dick off. Um
2: <laughs> if it doesn't bother you, it's <laughs> fine. I just thought <laughs> it.
1: um I've had it I've for had a, a year. Yeah. I got it when I moved here. I didn't have it when I, I, I lived with thing. you guys. Like, I've got
2: the whole. That's what I'm saying. You need to. Look I like at it. it, and then this stuff oh, is better. because it is
1: Your balls. My, my underwear and big thighs don't go together, and so this this kind of stops. I mean, I this this care. stops the chafing the chafing a lot.
2: I mean, it's cool. <laughs> Foot duster.
1: Because uh,
0: well, we can make a comment about Haley just because you're not a man.
1: I used to not have that problem. I mean, you can't. Gif. Or escape, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When I was a teenager, didn't have that problem.
2: Uh
1: huh. Just keep it in there. Don't don't edit this part. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> have you had it for a while? <laughs> Or you just <laughs> recently got it. Here, Joy. Oh, thank you. Okay, but you like it.
0: <laughs> this is gold. <laughs>
2: oh, good. Nice.
0: Yeah, we can talk about chafing.
2: Yeah, I got that chafe.
0: All about that chafe, about that chafe. No, I don't like it. Don't I'm like not it. about it. Oh, this might be
2: rough. But we'll try. I've always had that problem.
0: Yeah, I feel like I've had it for a while, too. It's not great. All right, da-da-da-da. All